Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, guys. What up, what up, what up? What up is uh, Zach Wilson has moved to number two on the depth chart for the New York Jets. Number two on the day. He was number three on the depth chart. <laughs> the second overall pick in the draft. Dressing? <laughs> Whew. So, Robert Sala, who, remember, he's keeping receipts. <laughs> you can't let that go, can you? Well, you know, but oh, Key first said he wasn't going to honor the receipt, and then later on he turned around and said, you know what, I'll give Coach credit. It's over and it went now. The receipt, that, that, that's old, man. That was week two or something. Man. You're not worried about that. Here's Robert Sala. Christmas time, man. Here's Robert Sala moving, talking about moving Zach Wilson up on the depth chart. Listen to this. Robert, have you made a decision on who's going to be the number two quarterback? Yeah, we're um, we're moving up uh, uh, Zach to the number two spot uh, and make Joe the third. Why, why Robert? Uh, Zach, Zach's been doing a great job. Um, he he has he's he's been deliberate in, in his approach over the last three weeks. Uh, he's been holding himself accountable with regards to how he wants to attack practice, uh, how he's been performing in practice, going against our defense, which I think is a pretty good defense to go against, and uh, and working on all the different things that uh, we've been asking him to accomplish. Are you still confident that Mike will play this week? Yeah, we're still working as if he's, he's playing this week. It sounds to me, Key, like dropping him to third on the depth chart, then moving him up, saying what he said, and yes, Zach Wilson handled it well. He said all the right things in the press and all that stuff, but it sounds like it's part of a rehabilitation plan. You know, yeah, like he was we're on gonna punishment do, for sure. Yeah, no we're gonna about it. We're gonna do some things and let's see how he responds. And if he responds the way we like, we're gonna slowly move him along and back into is that is, are they setting no, the stage for his return? Not, he, he's he's on punishment and Joe Flacco's nine hundred years old. <laughs> okay, they drafted a guy number two overall. They're giving the guy close to $30 million to be a quarterback. All right? And with that being said, he's going to get the opportunity and chance when it presents itself to earn the position again. Now, if Mike White, who's one and two since becoming a starter, he's completing about 62% of his passes. He's three to two touchdown interception ratio with a QBR of about a 49. If he can play and he's healthy, Mike White will be the player, the starter underneath the center. The only way Zach Wilson is going to get underneath the center as the number one guy again, Mike White cannot play, or he has such a just a I mean just chiros. He throws six interceptions in the first half. Is the only way Zach Wilson is going to see the field this year. They're in the middle of a playoff run. The locker room doesn't like Zach Wilson. They don't want him as a quarterback. Everybody's rooting and hoping and praying that Mike White gets healthy enough to take the field. That's the only way Zach Wilson's going to see the field this year. Now, next year, he'll slide into the spring, and they'll see where he's at. And if there'll be a quarterback battle, that's exactly where it's at. That's what's going to happen. Sounds right to me, Jay. 
I just I don't see Zach Wilson ever getting the keys to the car ever again. No, I I I the energy and the productivity that Mike White has brought to this team is something that I'm not sure Zach Wilson can ever find because Mike White is going to hold on to it. Now, it may not equate to all wins, but, I mean, if Berrios makes that catch against the Vikings, we're having a completely different conversation right now. Like, they were in that game. And even in the game against the Bills, the, the hit in which he came back from, you saw the locker room rally around him. Like, he is a tough-nosed quarterback. Is he the most elite of the elite quarterbacks? No, but there's, there's a DNA there that you feel like – is share it with the rest of the team. I don't know if Zach Wilson can just find that again. But the question is, like, I, I think he is key. You're right. If, he, if, if Mike White gets hurt, plan, then, yeah, of or course, what might gonna, happen? You're going to have to have a no, guy. I'm talking about not, I still think it's Mike White's team. I don't mean, I don't mean this year because I agree with Key. It's Mike White this year. But like, look, it's a small sample, right? And the reason that's significant is you can flip a coin ten times, get eighty percent heads, right? Because wild things can happen in small samples. You flip it a, a million times, it's going to be about fifty fifty. So. Mike White, small sample, but if it is indicative of the kind of quarterback he is, or maybe if he's closer to his ceiling than Zach Wilson, because Zach Wilson, let's just say, is more talented, right? That's why he's drafted second overall. Three touchdowns, two interceptions, and a 49 QBR, it's okay. You'd like like more than that, Key. So, So maybe Mike White gets better. I would assume he would with more reps, but I think their hope is it must still be Key, that Zach Wilson can be much better than that, or they wouldn't have taken him so high. Yeah, but but in the end, sometimes when you fall in love with a with a prospect, no one could ever tell you anything until you actually see. Uh oh, well that ain't really what we thought it was. Okay, you're playing in college. Your linemen are thirty years old. They're bigger than everybody in college. You're playing against inferior competition and you it's just a different feel until somebody gets you in their building and they get to be around you and understand you and get a feel for you opposed to an interview here interview there some film watching here t-shirt throwing there watching you in cone drills opposed to in the locker room around all of your teammates that you're with currently and how you respond to certain things much like he responded after the loss and he said what he said, and the next thing you know, he was benched. Not only was he benched, he was deactive. Usually when you bench, you don't get deactive. They just bench you. You still wear a uniform. You take notes, and that's pretty much it. He wasn't even dressing. So that told you right then and there he was in such a doghouse, not only with his teammates, but also with the coaches in the front office. Now they got to look at Joe Flacco, and they said, you know what? We might as well bring him out of the doghouse, allow him to – still kind of develop, take some reps with the ones and the twos so we don't stunt his growth just in case. But Mike White's our guy going forward. Because if it wasn't, Robert Sala would say, hey, we're trying to get him ready to start playing in two weeks. We're and trying to get him ready to go by the end of the year. He needs to be ready to go. Yeah, that's, that's not what right. he said. But, but, but it, I think that's right. I think that analysis. I mean, we'll see if it's spot on. It sounds, it feels spot on to me. But, Jay, you are looking at it less from a Zach Wilson point of view and more from a Mike White point of view. From what you have seen, and, and by the way, Key, you were saying it too, man. Mike White, it looks better than Zach Wilson. You were saying it no from the question. first time we saw but, but Jay, he, No question, but 
when you give a guy thirty million dollars and you draft him number two, you got he's going to get try to figure out how to get him back on the field. That's the Zach Wilson angle, Jay. From what you've seen of Mike White, is that a starting quarterback in the NFL to you? Yes. And let me ask you a question: Down the stretch, when you're making a playoff run, you're going to sit here and tell me that Zach Wilson gives you the best chance? No. Down not, the stretch, not. if it comes down to the game in Miami. Even like if he struggles in AFC East, you're telling me Zach Wilson, from what you've seen with Zach Wilson, you're going to insert him into the lineup. Even if Mike White plays bad, what would that do to your locker room? Okay, so you're saying, let's say Zach Wilson is, whoa, my God, look at him in practice. Let's just say, I mean, he's Can't got some it. stuff. And Mike White really struggles against Detroit, who has an offense, but not a defense, right? You're still not going to make the switch. I think, I think this is Mike White's team, frankly. And he, it sounds like you agree, at least for the rest of this year. Well, it depends on what Mike White does. If Mike White just wets the bed against Detroit, then you probably look at Zach Wilson again. Do you know? Um, do you think Mike White's going to wet the? Do you think no, he's going to wet? He's I, don't, solid. I, don't, I don't. I don't. Mike White I don't know. That, I said if he does, yeah. I don't know that he will. I'm saying if he does, Detroit's defense is certainly playing a lot better over the last three games. The last three or four games that they've played. They're playing a whole lot better than the beginning of the season. I'm just saying with that championship-like defense, like that's a championship defense that the Jets have. Mm-hmm. They're a good I, defense. I, I, they're I, they're a good I'm, defense. Yeah, I don't know if they're championship, but they're good. I, I think they're one of the top-tier defenses in the National you Football League. You know what I League. noticed? You know what I right? noticed? Like I, you need a quarterback that can make plays let's down the stretch. At, let's, stay at, let's stay in the AFC East. What I noticed is, Jay, your Miami Dolphins uh, <laughs> suddenly stumble and you Ooh, got can, COVID. Can, wait, wait, can, All of a sudden, can, you weren't can here. I, can, I, can, I, can I put you older what? folk on oh, to how me, my game uh, is? You uh, can when we how, get back from oh, commercial break. Oh, I can't wait to put is you older folk on my game. Is the book out on Tua and the Dolphins what? offense? I mean, people what? are saying it. He's not going to throw outside the Bing numbers bang. after this word from Omega Accounting. Small business owners, you want to know the secret hey, to navigating hey. the employee retention right credit? Here. Trust right. in Omega Accounting Solutions to help you recover any payroll tax <laughs> overpayments <laughs> you made during the pandemic. Oh Key, if you're listening up. on radio, is covering his entire face with his hood, with, with his sweatshirt and peering out over the top of it. Don't put your hood on. Imitate Jay taking a hideout after yeah, two of us. Don't put your hood on. We don't want the key. Listen to Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again 
by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. We're joined by Dan Graziano. The Grazer. Dan. The Graz- I don't think the Grazer. I don't, I don't like that one. The Grazer. The Grazer. Yeah. yeah, I think Sounds we'll pass. Like I think we'll Graziano. pass on that one. See, when, when, when I was a kid... Rocky Graziano was yeah. still a very famous guy. He's middleweight champ in the 50s. I don't 50s. get a whole lot of that you anymore. You don't get any more Rocky I, I, I when you were to. a kid, right? When I used to. When I started out covering baseball, like in the late night, I've run into a lot of people. Any relation to Rocky? But you don't, you don't get a lot of that See, anymore. See, everyone knows Rocky Marciano. He was the yeah. undefeated heavyweight champ. But Rocky Graziano. Yeah, know. You know, somebody up there likes me. Paul Newman movie. It was once upon a time very famous. That's about Rocky Graziano, who was also once upon a time He's very got famous. A blank look on his face. Yeah. He has no the idea Graz. what you're talking about. No, you're not, yeah. yeah, I don't like the Grazer for you either. No, no, no. It's Everything, anything's worth Sounds a shot, like a but not, not everything connects. That's all it has. Yeah. Yeah. That's the like the type of thing your friend does to give you a bad nickname on purpose. To make yeah, fun of yeah, it. yeah, The, yeah, the, the nice. Grouser in the 1957 Chevy. No, that just sounds scary. That sounds scary. I don't want that guy in the Chevy. Yeah, weren't you in the Outsiders? Yeah, I don't want that Grouser pulling up on me in Louisiana. The Grouser, man. Grouser's coming through. His sleeve rolled up with some cigarettes in it. The t-shirt rolled up in it. He's a greaser. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure this is not what with I came in here to talk about. The cigarettes rolled up yeah. in the sleeve. <laughs> hey, is the book out on Tua and the Dolphins, Gross? It's a book oh. out on. So the last couple teams they played did a good job with them on defense, right? In a couple different ways. The Chargers were pressing the receivers at the line, trying to reroute them, and throw because everything's so timing and rhythm based with Tua and the offense. So, but the main thing is keeping them inside the numbers, right? No, no. The main thing is is timing, right? So, like if he, if the Chargers were able to be physical with the receivers at the line, and then you know to the first the, the the first option in terms of, of what he's supposed to do isn't there, and and the timing is off, they've one. got to get to Plan B. Now, yeah. I mean, they can, right? Two is good, and, and the coach is good, and they, they have to figure some stuff out because two games in a row out there in California, teams found a way to defend them uh, that they hadn't seen before, and they, they didn't react well in the moment. So I'm not putting it past them to figure it out, but playing the Bills in the snow on Saturday night is not, not exactly, good. right, like the best place to get healthy as an offense. So that's, that's the concern. Well, look, here's what happened, and Dan is right. When you... D'Amico Ryans and what they were able to do defensively in San Francisco, play zone defense, and at times make him pull the ball down, go to the second and third receiver. By the time you look up, the defense was in his face harassing him, putting hands on the receivers. Then you go to the Chargers and Brandon Staley. What did they do? They doubled, they disrupted the hands on the receivers. You got to put hands on the receivers to start with. You cannot allow Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle to just run down the freeway butt naked with nothing around them. I mean, you just can't do it. Now, can the Buffalo Bills do that? In freezing temperatures, I believe so. They're at home. I've said it all along. Now let's see if this offense can travel to the cold weather and do what they – they don't have a running game. 
So their running game is a short passing game. Now let's see if Buffalo can come up, rally, and tackle, bring seven, eight players to the ball at all times. And if that's the case, they're going to get run out of the building. I'm just telling you what's getting ready to happen if they can't make hay on the offensive side of the ball because their defense cannot stop Buffalo. I don't care what happened in 115-degree weather at the beginning of the season in South Florida. This is a different beast going up to Archer Park. Dan, is it going to come down to Jets-Dolphins, the last game of the season, to determine which one of those teams is going to get into the playoffs? For a playoff spot, it could. I mean, depending on what the hell happens around them, right? Like, uh, the Dolphins looked set for so long, but if you look at the rest of their schedule – they have this game this week, which is very, very difficult. In a couple of weeks, they got to go up to New England, which is going to be cold as well. So, yeah, they, they have to get it together. Uh, it, it absolutely could. I, th- I think it absolutely could. I think the Dolphins are in legitimate danger of, of missing the playoffs, Ooh, which would have sounded ridiculous. So you have ago. more faith in the don't Jets currently? I, don't, I didn't say that. I, I said the Dolphins. Like oh. The Dolphins are ahead of them, and I do think they're the better team. Um, so if it did come down to that game, I would probably favor the Dolphins. But oh, don't say that. What I'm Dan. saying say is oh. there's a legitimate ch- – like you would not have thought a couple weeks ago that there was any chance at all of the Dolphins missing the playoffs. And now you look at what their schedule's like, the way they've played the last couple of weeks, you can kind of see, see the path to it happening. Dan. Yeah, there's some, crack, there's some cracks that's, mm-hmm. that's happening with them. Now, look, they got, they got the Bills, which I, I'm giving the, the win to the Bills. Then they go home. With you there. And they, yeah. they go home. And they, they got the Green Bay Packers that's fighting for a playoff spot, right? Yeah, they got them. They're fighting for a playoff spot. At least they're at home in that situation. Then they go back to New England. New England will be trying to scrap and claw to show that they can get in the yep. real playoff contention and stay there at home in cold weather again. Then the Jets. Oh, the Jets defense. You know how Robert Sala feels about mm-hmm. his defense. He now sees a nasty defense again. That last game is good. It's going to come down to something. But if yeah. Miami would have missed the playoffs after having the number one two seed for most of the season, now all of a sudden they missed the playoffs. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Hey, we've, been, we've been talking oh. MVP. Jay, 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 oh, gosh. We've been talking MVP <laughs> oh, gosh. because Tua oh, was God. in this MVP conversation, but not anymore. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, Micah Parsons going at Jalen Hurts on Von Miller's hey. podcast. What are you doing that for? And then Jalen Hurts is like, I'm focused on the Bears. And then my lotto weighs in, and the real battle is going to be between my lotto. Yeah. You know, like that's the dude he's trying to get around, Micah Parsons. And we were talking about MVP. Uh-huh. Jay brought up, I thought, a really interesting point, which is it just looks like Hurts and Mahomes right now, right? But Burrow's on their heels. Yeah. And by the way, let Josh Allen have three or four big right. games. Close that. But, but we're talking about like the fact that Hurts will have this signature moment game possibility with all this buildup with Michael Dallas. Parsons at Cowboys Christmas Eve on the road. He has a chance for a signature. I got the MVP moment. Then Jay brings up this or a caller brings up this. Look at the Bengals and oh, Joe yeah. Burrow who haven't lost now in five games. Yep. They have down the stretch <coughs> Tom Brady, yep. Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. Josh Allen, mm-hmm. and Lamar Jackson or whoever the Ra- and the Ravens, right, who've beaten so, them earlier. If they went out could Joe Burrow win MVP? There's no question about it because the, the, that level of competition will, will definitely go a long way with the voters. You go back a few weeks, they were heading into Tennessee to play the Titans at a time when Tennessee was kind of rolling. And then they had the Chiefs. Like you were looking ahead. Like, lost to the Cleveland Browns. Right. You're like, this schedule that the Bengals have the rest of the way is brutal. How are they going to do against it? Well, so far, so good, right? They beat the Titans. They beat the Chiefs. 
They beat the Browns, who have been their nemesis. If they continue to roll and they run down the Ravens and pass them for the division title by beating them head-to-head in Week 18, yes, he's going to have a strong case, and he should. The thing about MVP, like... And, and the times in which we live and discuss sports is people think, oh, if you, if you like one guy, you're denigrating the other guy, right? Like Jalen Hurts it has a strong MVP case. Patrick Mahomes has a strong MVP case. Joe Burrow, like this is all, if you're voting for this award, you're looking for tiebreakers, mm-hmm. right? So that's where you say to yourself, so-and-so has maybe the better supporting cast, right? Whereas so-and-so did more with less. So-and-so had the tougher schedule versus, mm-hmm. that's, what, that's, that's how this works. But any one of these guys could legitimately be MVP of the league, and it would be a, a fine outcome. And that's the, that's the thing about it. There's very rarely is there a year where it's clear and obvious runaway. So, Dan, let's dig deeper into the trenches of that matchup on Christmas Eve. So, obviously, Micah Parsons was targeted multiple times last time these two teams met up, pretty mm-hmm. much, right? He was singled out. Um, what do you think about his comments that he made about Jalen Hurts? And what do you think about, you know, is he trying to, like – Coy him into a position, yeah, can you sit back in the pocket and throw the ball 30, 40 times instead of using your feet to kind of, you know, scramble out of it? Like, is he trying to challenge him? What is he trying to do? I wish I knew what his motivation was. I think oftentimes pass rushers don't like quarterbacks, period. So, like, the idea that, like, the MVP has to go to a quarterback probably annoys Micah Parsons in general, right? So maybe if – I don't know. There's something about – that comment that that struck me as you're right, absolutely unnecessary, and they're not even playing them this week. Like, I mean, I, I think what <laughs> the Eagles said, like, what, you know, shouldn't they be focused on the Jaguars? And and they're right. So, I mean, the Jaguars are kind of live. Like, they could they could bite them. So, yeah, I don't know. I wish I knew what his motivation was. I doubt that it's. Could it be? I doubt that it's calculated, but I guess yeah, it could, could be. Could it be? Could yeah. it be like last time? As Key pointed out, they ran at him. Yeah, and it's almost like a fighter going into fight. Man, as long as he doesn't run, yeah. you know, if he mixes it up, because you know, right? So he'd rather them try to beat him with Jalen Hurts yeah. than by running at him again, so he can go get the quarterback. Yeah, I, I, maybe. I doubt that it would work. I, I don't think the Eagles are going to be like, oh, well, he doesn't think we could do this. We're gonna, <laughs> I think they're going to design their game plan the way they want to, regardless. But. Yeah, it's interesting. It gives it a little more juice, which I don't think that that game needed, but no, we'll take all we can now. get. Yes. Yeah, no, Dan, I'm with you, though. Worry about the Jaguars, man. Deal with deal with the Eagles the week of. Worry about the Jaguars because they are playing good football, especially on the yeah. offensive side of the ball right now, and score. you don't want to slip up and have them pop you and then have everybody going, oh, my God. So Jerry Jones had some interesting comments <laughs> the other day you know, about Dak Prescott's uh-huh. playing ability. He, he loves the aggressiveness from the offensive play caller and what Dak has been able to do. But at the same time, Dak's been, you know, turning the ball over at a little bit of an alarming rate here, even though over the last eight weeks since he's been the starting quarterback, they lead the league in scoring. Um, is he being too careless with the football? He is. And, and the thing is, though, I think he knows that, right? It reminds me of what Josh Allen went through a, a few weeks ago, right, where he's throwing the, uh, the red zone interceptions, and we're like, what's wrong with Josh? And all. I, I think that Dak's going to have to adjust some things and, and be more careful with the ball because you're going to get into these playoff situations where, where the margins are thinner, right? And, and you're not going to be able to, to pile up points the way they have against non-playoff teams. So uh, he is. They, the good thing is they have time to figure it out. It's not as if Dak Prescott's been a turnover machine throughout his career until now. Like, it's, it's, we, I don't think we have to worry about this becoming a major issue, but it is something that they have to address, and he's got to get worked out. Mm-hmm. Dan Graziano, 
No relation to Rocky Graziano. Nope. ESPN NFL Insider. Thank you, as always, Dan. And hey, I understand Dan. you will be appearing on a fantastic show this Justin at 2 p.m. Eastern mm-hmm. today on ESPN. I'm going to take hey, a Dan. 57 Chevy over there. What's up, Keith? Yeah. You know it's cold in Buffalo. I've heard. Okay. Just want you to know. I've heard. It's supposed Jay, to snow nine it's inches. It's cold in Buffalo, Jay. It's, I, I'm going to win money on the game regardless. Oh, at this point, I'm not even sure for a fact that I'm going to be able to get there. I've always been a gambler. Oh, yeah, sure. Keith, just because you learned what just a hook is this year doesn't mean it. Come on. Yeah, you brought out only, the Grazer earlier. That's all I know. Miami he was Dan Graziano, and then all of a sudden he was like, I never said that, Jay. The Grazer came out. <laughs> the Grazer. Rolled up sleeves. not what I said. It's not what I said. Quote me accurately. Jay. That's right. Dan Graziano, ladies and gentlemen. All right, I'm out of here. Nobody puts baby in the corner. That's right. Hey, if you need it in a bucket in the NBA, who are you calling a ball above all others? Keyshawn, Jay Willemax, ESPN Radio. <laughs> Anthony Davis. About. Now listen up, my people. You're about to hear me drop seven names in my order. You call into this show, debate me if you want, argue at me, yell at me. I do not care. I put together this list last night with my boy, Alan Yates, and we struggled with it. And what the list is, it's we have seven players right now in the NBA, seven players that are averaging 30 points per game. Yes, I rounded Steph Curry up because he's averaging 29.6. Seven players. That's, tw- that's so 30. So here is the challenge. Here's the exercise, Max Kellerman. You need a bucket. I'm not talking about you need somebody to make a pass. You need somebody to make a play. You need somebody to go get you a bucket when it matters the most. Put the ball through the hoop. I am ranking the seven players who are averaging 30 points right now. Let's start with number seven. Number seven. Oh, you're not going to like me for this. Luka Doncic. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. He's an MVP conversation. I know he's a walking bucket, but he's seven on my list because he dominates the ball too long. Everybody knows where it's coming from. Now, I know you're going to say, well, everybody knows where it's coming from with any of these guys, but when he hold on to the ball for 20 seconds out of the 24 seconds of a shot clock, and yeah, you can put up buckets with anybody, I feel you, but still, that makes it even more challenging for me when you need it the most. Next up. Number six. Number six, yeah. OKC, Shea Gilders Alexander. Now, you can say, hey, Jay, I can't believe you, because you guys don't hear about him, because we don't really talk hoops like we should be talking hoops, okay? He is a walking bucket. There is a reason why the Clippers are like, damn, we let him go. What were we doing? This dude is a walking bucket. He can score on anybody. And by the way, mid-range game is soft as cotton. Look at the floaters that we're showing. That's number six. Next up. Number five. I'm going with the guy who hurt his shoulder last night. Now, I know you're going to say the the guy who was the MVP finals, the NBA NBA finals MVP, multiple-time MVP. Yeah, but I'm going with Steph Curry, right? Now, he does a lot more stuff off the ball. We've seen him dance with the ball. He is a wizard. I'm not saying he's not. But me, compared to the other four guys above him, this is what makes the list so hard. This, This guy is crazy. He's averaging 30. You got you, you sat and thought about this with Yates oh for a God. long time, and you got Steph five. I went through like six or seven versions. Woo. Yates went through 20 versions. All right, so Lucas seven. It's hard, cuz. Lucas right. seven. Shea Gilgis Alexander six. Steph Curry five. Next Who's up. four? Next Number up. Number four. Giannis, man. I watched this dude the other night. Max, I would love to see you try to do this. Starting from one end line to the other, it took my man three dribbles. Three to get to the other end of the court before he yammed it on somebody. Now, every aspect of his game has gotten better, 
right? Multiple time MVP. And the guy's shooting percentage has gotten better. And he's still unstoppable. He's an unstoppable force. Who's stopping that Euro step? Nobody. He's number four. Next up. Number three. Joel Embiid. Better put respect on his name. 53-point game the other day, multiple 30-point games. He's just a walking bucket in his sleep. I watch him work out with Drew Hanlon in the offseason. Give it to you any way you want it. Any era. The most skilled big man in the history of the game to play. And I'm saying that even with AD being at his prime. I'm still taking Joel Embiid. Next up. Number two. The walking bucket of all walking buckets, Kevin Durant. Oh, I had Kevin Durant number two. What? He's a seven-footer. He's a seven-footer dancing like Kyrie doing everything on a perimeter that a guard would do, but still can put a smaller person on the block and post up. He's number two. And number one? Number one. He's my front runner for the MVP right now, Jason Tatum. I mean, I just we, – we talked about this last year. Jason Tatum was on the outside of the velvet ropes looking at all the MVPs in the MVP area, right? But now he's inside those ropes. Right now, to me, he is the leading candidate for – player of the year he's the mvp of the nba can give it to you any way you want it that is my list i have number seven luca number six shea gilgis alexander number five stephen curry number four Giannis. number three joel Embiid. number two kevin durant and number one jason tatum can 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 we just lop off but hold on no man yeah you're missing dame dame's not averaging 30 (laughs) <laughs> These are just oh, guys who are averaging are Just guys who are okay? averaging Over 29.5. You're oh, yeah, over 29.5. That's 30. You round it up. up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. you round it up. Okay. Curry's at 30 on the nose. That's what I'm saying. Yo, call, so, call in. Debate me. Please. Yeah, so, Jay, can we lop off four through seven for a second? Because I agree the, with the top three in some order. I don't know if I would have that order. I think you have a like you. I think you could easily argue MB because of the size and strength and ability to shoot so from outside. List? I don't know. But here's what you got to come at me with. No, no, no. You know I'm, not, now. I'm not debating that you're wrong. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just, just like those. I, I agree with the top three. I don't think we need to discuss all the See, others probably, necessarily. But whoa, those. What top type three of bucket you talking about though? Whatever buckets you fancy, Key. What do you fancy? What do you like? What's your what's your swag? What's your style? See, I, I'm. <laughs> it, it's hard I might put Giannis in front of Embiid. Okay, Ooh, I might really? put Giannis in front of Embiid. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, uh, Key, like, you talk about and the way I something might, looks. So I key. might put Steph ice, really. in front of Embiid too, because Steph can give me a two or a three. Yeah, you can. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, so you really, but see, when I think of Giannis, I think of when people say you need a bucket, I think of ISO game, right? Like just because. That's it, right? Like, the guy has the ball in his hand. We're not talking about passing it. We're talking about scoring when he has the ball in his, his hand. Hands. So that's why I like Joel Embiid B. a lot over someone like Giannis who's getting it in the flow of the game a little more. What big is stopping Joel Embiid? What None. guard is stopping Joel Embiid? Nobody. Nobody. But I also say this is what makes it hard. Like, what player realistically can stop Giannis? Nobody. Nobody. When Embiid and Giannis match up, they give each other buckets. Embiid might stop himself, though. uh, Yeah. Well, that's – I mean, look, Steph Curry being at five, like that's where I – Let's stop tiptoeing around Because Steph also does so much off the ball, but he still can get you a bucket. But still, like, do you want Steph – Yeah, easily. But do you want Steph dancing with the ball, doing all – The big eye opener on the list, let's not bury the lead, is Tatum and Durant. You got Tatum over Durant. Right, like if it comes God, down dude. to those two guys, you put Jason Tatum 
over KD to get you a bucket right Even now. Even more importantly, Max, I got Lucas seventh. Yeah, but but Tatum seventh. over KD because they have because in certain ways there's similarities, and you're like Tatum's better right now. That's what you're and saying. See, but you Luca Luca way yeah because I didn't seen Luca build a house a couple times too. <laughs> we come on now. Yeah, you keep it one hundred. No a lot of James Harden in that game. He got a lot, lot of, lot of, lot of boink, doink. Oh, it wasn't me. It was him. Lewis in Texas. You're on with Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. What's up, Lewis? Uh, I think I got to take Giannis. Uh, his, you were right while ago, Jay. His pure speed, how he can get from one side of the court to the other, and he he's like a, a souped up version of a king to me. I don't think no one can stop him. And my wild card is Ja Morant. I don't know why you don't got him in the mix, but I, I guess he only scored 30 points. I got to go with Giannis, but my wild card would be Ja Morant. Yeah, Ja Morant's at 27.7. Once again, this list is of all the players currently averaging 30 right now, and I rounded Stephen Curry up because he was at 29.6. Actually, his points actually came – he had 30 last night, so it came to 30. Yeah. It came to 30. So, 30 even. But like, so I'm with you on G, on GA. Like, look, if you ever spent time with Giannis, you see how long his arms are, and you see how much his game has improved. He's so long. He, it, he it's stupid. He takes one step over. He can arms take got one arms. dribble yeah. over half court, and he'll finish at the rim. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, and, and he has all that wiggle side to side, and he can maneuver. Like, it, it makes it difficult, man. Give us a call if you need a bucket in the NBA. Not a pass. Not a, bucket. a bucket. Who you gonna call? Man, Steph Curry, first. though, man. Oh, From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. The ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. We're right there. Jay's round ball rankings. He ranked the top bucket getters in the NBA, meaning of Uh, everyone averaging 30 and better this year. You know anything about this? You need a Bucket, who you going to? We're presented by Progressive Insurance. And he had Luca at seven, Shea Gilgis Alexander at six, Steph at five, Giannis at four, 
Joel Embiid at three, and then it gets really interesting because two guys who are similar in certain ways. I mean, if you're putting Tatum ahead of KD for the one spot, which Jay did, Tatum won, KD two, then what you're saying is almost in terms of that whole thing, there's a torch that's been passed, or at least temporarily. I mean, that's what it says to me. Rodney in Massachusetts, you're on with Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. Yo, 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 what's going down? Um, I got, uh, first of all, Jay, I'm disappointed in you, man. You usually say some real stuff. You wrong on this one, man. And I'm going to tweet at you so you can see the face of the person who diced you up online. Ugh. Listen, <laughs> listen. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is number one, you heard? Kevin, Kevin Durant is number one. It's not even close. Uh, Jason Tatum just got off the porch. He's a young pup. He just got off the porch. Don't do that. Don't do the recency bias. Don't do that. Kevin Durant, get him, number one. Get your, whole him. Is a, your whole your whole list is in shambles, my G. You got you got. It's not uh, in shambles. I mean, I got one you and two. If you want to flip flop them, I got it. It's not in shambles, got, though. It is because you got Luka Doncic at seven. Yo, dog. Have you? Have you hold on. Hold on. Not, I'm, I'm, I'll give you the mic now. We we gonna have a real conversation about this. You watch. You tell what the difference is between Luca and James. Luca dominates the. I'm not saying that Luca isn't special. Harden normally not gifted, wasn't seventh on but the dog, list. He Jay. dominates the ball, man. It's crazy to me. Like the but ball don't not, move, don't don't go nowhere. Would you else. have Harden on seven on the list back then? You probably have him higher though. Know what I mean? Like I, I don't. I, don't, I, I can't do a revisionist though, list. I don't know Jay? what. What you say? What I'm saying is the, the the question was get a bucket. I don't care how you got the bucket. Get a bucket. I don't care that he dominates the ball. I don't care. You're not talking about how an offense is ran, even though I agree he's like James Harden. We're talking about getting a bucket. I'm not putting a big over anybody that handles the ball. So you know, wait, wait, wait you're not putting, Joel, you're not putting Joel. You're saying Joel and B can get you a bucket when you need it the most. The most skilled not, big not man ever that, to, ever to play the game. The I'm gonna dice Luka, you up right now. You tell me another big more skilled than Joel Embiid, and who's guarding Joel Embiid? Can't stop Embiid. You tell me There's that. There's no stopping him if you need a bucket. Come on. Another. What? A How big he, that has to get the ball that, that has to get the ball passed to him in the post maybe so you trust but he no, has the ball that's the point he don't gotta get the ball passed to him he gets the ball on the perimeter so, so you're you're giving Luke an advantage because he starts with the ball in his hands as a PG for the purposes the of this conversation need, he already has the ball if you need a bucket he has the ball in his hands anywhere on the court Luca Luca. now Luka. I'm a Joel and B guy I'm hey a, hey I you know this guy that. who's going at your Tatum KD thing I'll point out. Tatum and KD I, I played about a week I, I, or two I, I, ago, Jay, and and KD held his own with Tatum. He played as well as Tatum. And the story out of the game was that KD played as well as Tatum, not the other way around. And that suggests that your ranking Tatum number one is is perfectly fine. What happened? Uh, well, look, KD is a walking bucket. Of course. Walking bucket. I have all the respect in the world for KD. Best bucket getter maybe in the history of the game. I understood that. I'm just saying right now, I kind of feel like there's a slight advantage that JT has over him, considering what I watched last year in the playoffs. Who guarded Kevin Durant? Who guarded Kevin Durant? Yeah. Okay? And who came through? Who got to the NBA Finals? Now, I know he didn't do it at the biggest level. He did it against KD, game. though. I, I, yeah. Just for right now. Guys, Charles. I'm glad I wasn't the one that made that list. <laughs> Charles it's Barkley, hard meantime. To make a list key. I don't want to make I'm, You know, I don't, I don't want KD tweeting at me. You know, <laughs> oh, is the tweet going to hurt your feelings? Wouldn't be the first time he's tweeted at You me. don't care who tweets we'll at you, Key. Like, you care if someone tweets at you. I'm very sensitive to those <laughs> things. Be, of you course. Know? <laughs> I really want people don't to hurt like Everyone me. know that if you tweet at Key, it hurts his feelings. So don't tweet at Key. All right. Charles Barkley is tired of talking about the Lakers. Boy, ain't he right. He said it's, quote, a conspiracy. 
The Lakers stink. He said it on Inside the NBA. Listen to this. The Lakers stink. Yeah, well, y'all, they, y'all forcing us to show them all the time like they're going to be good. Y'all is it they, Ernie? They, no, the NBA. Oh, okay. It's a conspiracy. Uh, and then we got all these clowns on television have to talk about them every day. A the conspiracy? Lakers, it's a conspiracy. Like, we have to talk about the Lakers. The Lakers are awful. We don't talk about no other 14 seed. Uh, well, sorry, they're not a 14 seed. They're a 12 seed. We don't talk about what's the 12 seed in the East. Washington. We don't ever talk about the Washington Wizards, do we? Ever. <laughs> do we ever mention the Washington Wizards, the great Bradley, Bradley Bill? No, but for some reason, these morning talk shows and us, we have to show the Lakers all the time. The Lakers stink. Yeah, Chuck, he ain't lying. He's telling the truth. Yeah, but guess what? Yeah, people. The Lakers ain't Washington, man. Okay, number one, let's stop that. LeBron James is on the team. AD's on the team. Westbrook is on the team, and it's the damn Lakers. Chuck know that. Chuck just talking right now. Come on, nobody wants to talk about no damn Washington. You know why we we talk Lakers? Why does McDonald's sell fries? You know why they're popular? It's only about five teams in the NBA. That we even talk about, period. Who, no, that's not teams. true. Uh, that, that is very that, true. That's what people, that, people, who, that's don't, very people true. who don't follow basketball oh, man, like to follow the stop. brand name. Don't nobody talk yeah, about no damn Utah. Ain't nobody talking about no Utah, Jay. Nobody talking Jay, about no Dallas Jay, Mavericks. Or in basketball Jay. circles, we talking Jay, about the Hawks. Oh, we talking man. about real oh, teams. May I we talking about, talk about what OKC's doing. We talking about what the Clippers are doing. Oh, may I suggest something about the difference here with the NBA? Nobody more can I say something? Go, 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 can I say something quick? You tell Charles Barkley is not wrong. We, it, but, he, know, but he misses the point. He's to, not wrong. To manufacture conversations because it's LeBron James. LeBron it's the Lakers. But they're, but they're not relevant. It does not they're matter. No, they're not. Wait, it's let me, let me, the let me say this. Hold Instead of just saying, no, they're not, yes, they are. Everybody knows let me just, about it. People tweet me, about it every it, day. I'd like to make Nobody's talking about the Miami Heat, Jay. The NBA, unlike the NFL, has a lot of inventory, meaning they play three games a week. The reason the entire country can follow essentially every NFL team and you could talk about more obscure markets, right, is because they all play once a week. It's possible to follow. Everybody can follow everybody. Major League Baseball and the NBA, you follow the home team mainly, and then a no. few other big star no. players and name brand teams. Basketball, you're wrong. Uh, but, players, but no, no. But we, a we, national, don't, we don't follow teams anymore. We follow individual. I mean, players. a national people audience. People are following LeBron. That's a, why. A, yeah, no, right. people That's are right. following and LeBron. LeBron. It's not the Lakers. No, it's, it's not both. the Lakers. Regardless, LeBron ain't got to be on the Lakers for the Lakers to get national televised games. LeBron, they, they're going to get those regards. When they were terrible, you, you, you they was getting nationally televised games. With AD when and they Russ, were, you think they were in the same level? When they was harsh, you know what? They was on Christmas Day. Come on now. Yeah, well, but we didn't talk about them the same level like as that. As long you know, as the Lakers have a brand name player, they will be in the news all, all the but time. But they're going to no, always not have be in the a news at this player. rate. If they didn't have LeBron James, it would not be in the I news just said as long as the Lakers have a so brand name Anthony player. Anthony Davis is not a brand name player. Not, not a brand every name team with a brand name player is going to be the Lakers with a brand name player. But he's saying, he's saying when the Lakers were booty, we were still talking about them at this rate. But we not were. as much. Because it's the Lakers. It's the Lakers. Charles and they usually have a brand-name player. Charles That's Barkley. why they're the Lakers. How are we going to talk, talk about, about the Lakers today? Uh-oh. Kareem ain't not going to talk about the Lakers. Kobe and Shaq. Laker hater. LeBron and AD. He didn't tie his West. More KJM next. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. 
tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 